0: What's up, everybody? Here we are with another Short Shifts live episode. And we so exciting. are so excited for this. <laughs> and uh, Vex, here we go. Here's the topic should you choose to accept? I accept. Ten minutes on the clock, 9.40 now. How do you create buy-in? How do you create buy-in within a team? A lot of teams really, really good probably have some good buy-in. A lot of teams, not so good, probably not so good buy-in. That is something that I have seen with a lot of the teams that I've been on or worked with. So, my man,
1: how do you create buy-in? Go. Love that question. All right, first of all, first practice. Teams picked. We get in the locker room before we do anything else because this would be the first thing I would want to do. Bring everybody in the locker room. doesn't matter the age. I hate the word safe space, but I would want to – give a speech on the importance of what we're doing is going to help us win at first to create the buy. in I would say, who wants to win a championship this year? Everybody's hands go up. All right. We're going to do some things that are outside the box, but I promise you, if you buy into what we're doing, if you buy into each other, if you care about each other, if you want to be a team that in 10 years and in 20 years is having reunions, it's because you did something special. And if you want to do something special, this is how we're going to start. We're going to go around the room right now, and I'm going to ask each one of you individually to stand up in front of the entire team and tell everybody what your goals are in hockey. There is This is whatever you want to be, because six months into the season, third practice of the week, you're beat up, you're a little bit tired, maybe you're a little bit sore, you've lost some weight. It's going to be hard. Championship teams have to play the longest. If you go all the way to nationals, you make that championship game. You're playing longer than any other team across the country at your age. So you're going to have these hard days. And in those hard days, if all of your teammates know exactly what your individual goals are, as well as our team goals, and they all know that about you, they're going to be able to come up to you and say, hey, this is how you get X. This is how we get to be champions that type of thing. So every player is going to go up in front of the team. They're going to say all their goals uh, personally, one by one. I might even have them all write it down, honestly, just only because if you write it down, you'll remember it more. Um, Then we're going to talk about me as a coach. The way to help everyone get their individual goals is by everyone buying in to making everyone better. Every single time we're together practices, meals, film sessions, workouts every time we're together we know our goals individually and as a team and that is going to push us to get to the levels that we want to get to and so that would be how i would start it and then from there we would set our standards our core values in that first meeting what are our core values as a team who are we what are we going to be maybe three to five keep it simple like we talked about with jason selk uh, episode that came out monday keep your goals simple right? Don't get crazy with 50 objectives you want. Um, And then create the standards. And now we can hold each other and ourselves to that standard. And so for me, coaching as long as I have, I know that that would build buy-in because it would be emotional. uh, It would be vulnerable. um, And it would be the best practice those kids ever had right after that whole thing right there. I tell you that. And that starts the ball rolling. And then we go from there. I don't know. What you, what do you, what would you do? What do you think? I love that, man. That's
0: really good. I, I have very similar thoughts. <laughs> love it. Um, I think the biggest thing for me that I kind of have written down right now is the team has to be involved in setting the goals and setting the standards. Right. So like as a coaching staff, you can't go in there and be like, Hey, this is our goal. This is our standard and you're going to have to live up to it. No, it's like actually bring in the team to set those standards and set those goals. And then talk about an accountability structure of, Hey, if you're not reaching the standards every day, like you're going to hear about it. And it's not because we don't like you. (laughs) It's because that's the standard. The standard is the standard and that's the thing that matters. And so, and then if you can create an environment within the team, and this is something I do a lot in my team building, it's like one of the probably most impactful things that we do is we teach the kids how to hold each other accountable because when the kids are holding each other accountable to those standards, then it's their standards right? It's not your standards as a coach. It's their standards. And dude, like that is like a huge part of having a great culture and a great team is like the players are the ones that are policing the room. You know what I mean? And I'm sure like I've been in part of rooms where like we had great leadership and like, that's a huge determining factor, like of, of the closeness, like of the bond of the
1: group. And it's also like just a huge indicator of the success that I've had. I love it, man. And it's it's so true. All, all you listening right now or watching in the community, like think about times where, where you're happy, you're excited to be on a team, everybody's getting along, you're winning, everything's going in the right direction. It's because everyone's bought in, but also like ev- everyone's just bringing their truest self you know, and, and they've told others what they want to do. And it's because you as a team individually and collectively, it's you wanting to do these things, not I'm doing what coach said, I'm doing what mom and dad said. And, coach and it's
0: you want to be doing the things for the betterment of the group, right? Like, that's a huge part of it. And then said so that's another like part of the buy-in is like, you have to invest in personal relationships. You have to talk about how important And how close your team is like at Michigan last year, like I would talk with the captains and one of the questions I would always ask them scale of one to 10, how close are we right now? Scale of one to 10, how close are we right now? And if it wasn't great, because it's not going to be great all the time. uh, Okay. What can we do to, to get that better? right? Like what can you guys do as a leadership group to make that better? What are the issues that's plaguing the closeness of our team right now? Like if you want guys to buy in, they have to love each other and they have to love the logo on the front of the jersey, right? And so putting in a lot of work to make sure that those things happen are incredibly important. So how can you get people to buy into the front of the jersey? Like let's talk about college hockey right now, because that's the world I lived in for a while, like tradition, man. Talking about tradition, talking about leaving a legacy, talking about like for us at Cornell, it was like, hey, like we've won a lot of championships. You you came here because you want to win championships. That's the legacy of this thing. And we don't have that expectation without the people that came here before you. We don't have this awesome locker room without the people that came here before you. If you're in youth hockey. Right. It's same thing. It's a little bit harder in youth hockey, but you have to play for something that's bigger than yourself and you have to talk about playing for something that's bigger than yourself. Maybe in youth hockey, it's playing for your parents who sacrifice their time and their money and their effort and, and their own well-being at times for their, your their hockey. mental,
1: their mental yeah. health. <laughs>
0: exactly. Right. <laughs> so that's one thing, like Phil Jackson, like if you haven't read Phil Jackson, like he is like the master at this. How can you get a group of people to play for something that's bigger than themselves? And so like really talking about that with the team, it it goes a a long way to creating that closeness and creating that buy-in to achieving a goal that isn't just about you. So much of sports is like, look at me, look at me, look at me. But like getting people to understand that like my partner's success My teammate's success is directly related to my success, you know, and and it goes both ways. I think that's a huge piece of getting people to buy in. Can you say that last line one more time? Your success as my teammate is directly related to my success. Ooh, and that's I why practicing that. hard is so important. One of the most selfish things you can do in practice is not work hard because you're not making your teammate better. And if your teammate's not working hard in practice, he's not making you better. Right. And so, just like getting the team to focus on something bigger than just themselves is it's
1: just so good for like the team soul. You know what I mean? There is nothing worse than practicing with guys who like think it's cool not to try or aren't trying their hearts. There is no worse people. <clears throat> Than people who make fun of people who work hard and oh, care. Yeah. Wow. There I are mean, no worse people in this world. Well, they're just. Well, they're maybe just, there are some worse people. Yeah. World, but, but, but they're you know just, I mean. <laughs> just short sighted idiots. You know, like I used to get, if they're on my team, I won't let them live that way because i'll just kick the shit out of them (laughs) but and make them fall in line right but like if if it's somebody else in life that's doing what i'm doing i'm like yeah man keep keep being that way because that that does not win ever that is like the quickest way to go into the dumpster possible it's cool to work hard but how annoying is it when you got a goalie who doesn't try oh Oh, god that is the the worst headshots Anybody out there, you ever got a goalie who's like not trying, not because they're injured and they have to play a little differently in practice, take care of them. No, they just think it's cool not to try. Buzz the tower. They will start to change their tune. I'll tell you that right now.
0: For sure. And we got 15 seconds left. So I just want to add one thing. If you want your team to buy in, your leaders gotta buy in first. Cause the team will go as your leaders go. So talk a lot to your leadership group. Get them to buy in and the rest of the team will too. Go ahead and live share, share the show.